I'm Rachel Olstead, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. As a life coach, I help women just like you harness the power of your thoughts to take your good life and make it great. Join me each week here for inspiration, stories, and practical life coaching tools with real life application to start taking small steps towards creating the life of your dreams. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 79 of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you are new, this is the first episode that you are listening to. Welcome. If you are a longtime listener or have have listened for a while, welcome back. I am so looking forward to talking about this topic today, all about feeling bad. But first, I wanted to just say thank you for our listeners and just say thank you for being a part of this community and also ask and encourage you to leave a review. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy the topics and the concepts that I share about here on the Dream Builder Society podcast, it really would mean the world to us if you would write a review and share your thoughts. It is one of the best ways to grow the podcast and expand just the the listenership and be able to help so many more women in their lives and their businesses and all of that. So it would mean so much to me if you would take just a couple minutes and just go leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Anyways, let's dive in. So I wanted to talk about the concept of feeling bad. And I know that this is kind of like a generalized term and I'm not necessarily saying like feeling bad as in like feeling guilty. I think a lot of times like this terminology and this phrase, just like, I feel bad has to do with like guilt a lot, right? Like I feel bad that this happened or I feel bad that I did this or didn't do this or whatever right? I feel bad for this person. Sometimes it like, um, I think there's like a connotation of guilt in there. Um, but not always, but I want to talk about this topic for a couple of reasons. And this is actually, um, kind of a, a continuation of a podcast episode I did a few weeks ago, all about processing your emotions. If you haven't listened to that one yet, definitely go back and take a listen. It is going to be really, really helpful for you. And I want to talk a little bit more about instead of just processing emotions and like that entire concept, I want to focus on like the, the one side of the 50, 50, right? You guys know that I talk about life is 50, 50, it's black and white. It's good and bad. And we're going to talk about the bad side of that today. And just like what to do and how to like, how to basically how to feel bad in a productive way. And so of course there are like productive and unproductive ways that we can do things. But I want to start by really just like sharing this concept and idea. Like I want you to even think about it for yourself. How many times you've said this, how many times you've heard other people say this, like like, what do you want most in life? Like, what's your ultimate goal? What's your ultimate dream? And so often we hear, or we say like, I just want to be happy, or I just want my kids to be happy, or I just want to feel like joy and peace and love. Like that is my ultimate goal. 
And that's not necessarily bad in and of itself, right? Like who doesn't want to feel happy? It it feels good to feel happy. We enjoy um, feeling happy and it creates a lot of other good results in our lives, right? By feeling happy and by focusing on happiness and joy and love. Like that's fantastic. And that is part of life, right? But I want to question this narrative just a little bit because I really want you guys to think about like, when were we told that like the ultimate goal of life should be to be happy all the time? Like who told us this? When did this societal collective belief like take form? The idea that it should be easier, that life should be happier, that we should be happier, that we should not have to struggle so much or, um, you know, in our lives, in our relationships, in our businesses, in the world, like with, you know, in, in the world of politics and religion and health and like, even just looking at like the global crisis that we are, are in right now. And also on like a small scale, just looking at our day-to-day life, right. Of like parenting little ones and running our businesses or, um, you know, going to our jobs and, and making meals and all of this, right. Working on our health, working on our relationships. Like when did we ever have this idea presented to us that it should be easier and we should be happier, right? And I just want to start questioning this, right? Some of the work that we do in life coaching in general, and that I do with my clients and myself as well, is um, everything stems from awareness, right? And so getting awareness of kind of where some of this came from and awareness of even like this thought that like, I should be happier, I should be you know, it should be easier. We shouldn't have to like, we, we shouldn't have all of this sadness and grief and terrible, horrible things happening in our lives and, and in the world. And I just want to start questioning that and have you do the same because truly this idea that it should, we shouldn't have so much bad and that we should have more good, right? causes so much unnecessary misery for us in our lives. I really believe that, you know, one of the points of life, right, is to just like fully experience all emotions, right? Experience the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, right? And be open and accepting to all of them. And not try to change things, not try to make it mean something that we are feeling bad or, or down or deflated or defeated, right? Like the reality is sometimes we are going to feel bad. We are going to feel sad. We're going to feel angry. We're going to have times and moments and maybe even seasons when we're stuck in like feelings of judgment or jealousy or resentment or disappointment right? We're going to have overwhelm. We're going to have all these different like negative emotions and it's going to feel bad, right? And like, I want you guys to understand that nothing has gone wrong if life on occasion or on more than one occasion, right? Or even on a daily basis, if you have moments that feel bad, Like it's okay. And I want you to really think about 
giving yourself permission. I'm not going to give you permission because you already have permission, right? But I think a lot of times it's like, we don't even give ourselves permission. So right now I want you to give yourself full permission to allow the bad and to feel bad, right? Especially like when it comes to grief and like grappling with like really, really intense circumstances, Like it's okay and it's necessary. And I'm going to argue that it's actually good on occasion to feel bad, right? Like if someone, if someone that you love dies, like I want to feel sad. I want to feel grief. I want to feel like this, like brokenness, right? That comes with like a big loss in the world. Like When we think about like human, um, I support an organization that like puts boots on the ground and helps support and and put an end to human trafficking and sex slavery, right? Like when I think about those things, like I want to feel bad. I don't want to feel happy that those things are happening in the world, right? And so there are so many occasions where feeling bad is actually appropriate and is actually good and, and that we should allow that, right? I think there's also two extremes, okay? Where we just like allow all of the bad and obsess about it and ruminate on it and sit in it and spin in it, right? And like allow the bad to fester. And I think this happens really easily when we watch the news too much or if we're around like really negative people who complain all the time or like really, really low vibration things that we're surrounding ourselves with without awareness and without protecting our own energy, right. And having boundaries around that. And then the other side is like this, like, so there's this toxic negativity. And then there's this also this toxic positivity and the truth is really in the middle, right? Like having good and bad in like a productive Wait, so that's what I want to talk about and dig a little bit deeper into today. So giving yourself the permission to feel bad, right? Also giving yourself permission to allow thoughts, right? That feel bad, allow the feeling to vibrate in your body, like all the experience, okay, of feeling bad and giving yourself permission to experience feeling bad without having to cover it up, without having to downplay it, without having to hide your emotions, right? This goes back to, I talked to, uh, I talked about this a little bit on the processing your emotions episode that it's really common for people to like repress their emotions and to not be able to, in fact, like nearly, I've basically had to teach and or reteach most of my clients and all of the women that I encounter and that I work with in some capacity, like really teaching them how to understand and identify and, and truly feel and process their emotions. And a lot of times we like, there's this societal like pressure to like cover it up, right? Don't wear your heart on your sleeve. Like all of that. When I, I went into this whole, um, I went into that a little bit, a little bit more in the other episode, but, um, we don't have to cover it up. We don't have to slap some positivity on it because it feels bad to feel bad, right? 
And so definitely go listen to that episode. But like, here's the deal, you guys. I teach thought work. I teach belief work. I teach mindset work. I teach processing feelings. I teach creating intentional actions and um, intentional results, right? I also teach on the topic of manifestation. I teach all of these things because that's what we're all doing anyways. We're constantly manifesting things, whether we realize it or not, whether we like it or not. And here's the interesting thing. I've had clients, I've had other women, I've had people in my life as well tell me that they are scared of feeling bad, right? Because they think it's going to like in some capacity, either like mess up their manifestation, right? Or slow things down or, or just that like, they're like scared of the feeling in their body right? They're scared to experience disappointment. They're scared to experience like grief, right? And so it's like we, we have this tendency as a, as human beings, right? To like not want to experience those bad things. And so we quick try to cover it up, quick try to slide it under the rug or quick try to like slap a new positive thought over it, right? But this is like simply not true. And I actually want to make the argument that it has the opposite effect, not allowing your negative feelings and not allowing yourself to feel bad actually creates more resistance to creating the things that you actually do want in your life. Right. And I teach my clients how to shift their thoughts and their beliefs in order to create the results that they desire in their lives and businesses and in any area or aspect of their life through their emotions and through their actions. But I, I do want to say also, okay, that it's not just about slapping on a new thought or like hiding this, um, this negative emotion in your body, this vibration in your body, right? Toxic positivity, on the other hand, is also really toxic. Faking our emotions, faking our feelings because we want to feel better or happier right now, right? To whatever, maybe it's just like, because we're scared of feeling you know, anything other than happiness or because we want people to think a certain thing about us, right? We want to put on this facade that everything's fine, that we're great, right? But like, it's not helping anyone. We can feel it. It's completely inauthentic, right? And others can see it. Others can feel, feel it. Others can sense it. And so it's just not helpful, right? So we want to find this common ground where we're like, okay, allowing things to be good and allowing things to be processed and also allowing ourselves to come out of it and to choose something more positive, to choose a new positive thought or feeling if we want to, but not feeling like we have to, right? Because the thing is, all circumstances, okay, all situations in um, our lives, okay, are technically neutral, okay? It's our thoughts about them that create a specific feeling. But the interesting thing is that we're allowed to feel bad, and we're also allowed to feel good, and we're allowed to choose our thoughts, 
right? And we're also, okay, allowed to stay in the feeling for as long as we want to, right? As long as we want to, to like allow it in our bodies and to allow that experience to happen. Like, again, if I, you know, I'm going to go to something kind of lighter and then we'll talk about something a little bit heavier. Like, let's say I had plans and actually this actually, I'll take a, a real example. Okay. I once had a plan to go to a concert with some friends. And this was like something I was looking forward to for weeks and weeks and weeks. We had everything planned out. It was going to be like such a great experience. Everyone was planning to come. Like all of these friends were going to connect. And it was like, it was something that I was seriously looking forward to. And approaching the concert, I started getting, I started getting sick and I started feeling like I was coming down with a cold, with kind of this illness. And I essentially like it, it turned into something much worse and I had to, I had to stay home. I wasn't able to go to the concert. And let me tell you, like slapping on a thought of like, oh, it wasn't meant to be, or like, oh, at least, you know, my friends still get to go. Like, no, none of that was helpful for me. Like I wanted, I was honestly, I was so disappointed and I was honestly just like pissed. I was, I was mad. I was angry and I was severely disappointed and I wanted to be right. I wanted to be disappointed. I wanted to feel angry. Okay. Did I want to feel that way for like weeks and weeks and weeks about this one incident? No, but if I wanted to, I could have, right. That's where we get into kind of this unproductive negativity, right. Where we see people like stewing in these negative thoughts and feelings for way longer than what maybe would be actually like necessary or healthy, but like for at least a couple hours. And even like the next day, like I was angry, I was disappointed. And there's so many times that this happens to us in our lives, in our businesses, right? If a client quits on you or you sign a client and then they back out of your contract or you get into, you know, you, you sign up for something and it doesn't turn out the way that you want, or a friend says they're going to come and visit and they're not able to make it or a big snowstorm, right? Like ruins plans or so many different things, right? Like with our friendships, with our, our health, right? With our marriages, with our kids, like so many different things happen that we like, it's okay, right? To feel bad, to have a negative thought and a negative feeling about that. And again, like on a larger scale, I think it's really, really appropriate and really, really healthy to feel bad, right? And I'm using feeling bad as like a generalized term here, right? Which could be like code or fill in the blank with like any negative emotion with it. Okay. But we're allowed to feel bad. And here's the other thing that I want you guys to really understand that feeling bad is one thing. Okay. And then here's what we do. Okay. We like to pile on and we start then feeling bad about feeling bad, right? Like raise your hand right now. Even if you're by yourself, if you're driving, if you're on a walk, if you're just hanging out at home, like raise your hand, <laughs> own it. If you've ever made yourself feel bad about feeling bad, I know I have many times, right? 
it's like literally the most unproductive thing that we can do to feel a negative emotion and then to pile on a load of self-loathing, of self-depreciating thoughts, right? Of judgmental thoughts about ourselves on top of it. Like it pushes us deeper and deeper and deeper into the pit of despair and makes it exponentially harder to climb out, to get some fresh air, to look around and to like then decide to shift our thoughts, to shift our vibration to something more positive, right? It makes it exponentially harder to do that when we're slamming ourselves with like, oh, why do I always go to this? Like I'm annoyed that I'm feeling annoyed, right? Or like complaining about our negative emotions, like complaining that there's so many things that make us angry. Like, why can't I just be happy? What's wrong with me? Like, why do I always go to this place? Why can't I just like let, you know, like not sweat the small stuff, whatever. Like I used to make it such a big deal that my brain just like naturally has this like, I I kind of lean negative, if that makes any sense. And I actually shared this with some of my clients last week about this concept where like naturally I am prone to depression and anxiety and just like my brain and my body just kind of like operate a little bit more negatively. There's, there's nature pieces to it, right? Science, biology, but there's also nurture pieces to all of this. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It just is, right? But I do find myself, right? Like leaning that way a little bit more naturally. Okay. I don't like that about myself, but it's, it's something that I have like, accepted, right? And acknowledged. And I know that it is, is just like a thing, right? So it takes me a little bit more concerted and intentional effort to have kind of this sunny side up perspective, right? This like positive perspective, which is why thought work and life coaching and coaching in general has been so profound for me to be able to explore all of this and like really create from a place of intentionality. But, um, piling on the, the guilt and the shame for like feeling bad, right. Or, um, like not being able to get over it yet. Right. I see that a lot. I hear that a lot as well. Like I should, I should be able to just get over it by now. Right. Like it's, it wasn't that big of a deal. Why am I still angry about this? Right. And getting like mad at ourselves for still feeling bad. Right. Going back to this, like, thought of like, I should be feeling happier or I should be happier by now. Right. And it's just not productive, right? We got to stop doing this. We got to stop throwing on the, the pile and the load of, you know, these self-loathing and judgmental thoughts on top of it. Okay. But you can just allow yourself to feel bad. Okay. Because you're a human and nothing has gone wrong. You can stay in it or you can shift out of it. And that is completely up to you, right? You have the control 100% how you want to think about things, how you want to feel about things, right? Like other people's thoughts, other people's feelings, other people's actions, what's happening in the world, what's happening in your home, like those things do not create your feelings. And I want you guys to really understand this 
and really like allow yourself if you haven't um, like embraced this like universal truth yet. I want you to really like let this sink in a little bit. Okay. And really just consider the possibility that like outside circumstances, other people's thoughts, feelings, actions, or inactions do not create our feelings. Our thoughts do. It's not a problem, right? We can choose. We can choose negative thoughts if we want to feel something negative or just naturally, right? Our brain might just offer them to us. Okay. But I want you to really like be okay with feeling bad. And I want you to really bring all of your humanness to your life in all of the areas of your life. Right. But I also want to offer you, okay. As we kind of, as I kind of wrap up here, I want to offer you to like one, um, one simple kind of process. And I'll give you just a couple steps to kind of walk you through that I like to use for myself and that I teach, um, as well to my, my clients. Okay. And the work that I do, and it kind of depends, like everyone's different, how they, how they approach this and, and what works for them. But this is one way that I like to like allow the bad, but then also shift into something more positive. So step one is acknowledging the feeling, like just name it and just be with it and just feel it in your body but make it less personal. So I like to encourage, and I've encouraged many of my clients to, instead of like, say like, I am annoyed, right? If annoyance or like feeling annoyed is the feeling that feels bad. Okay. Instead of I am annoyed or I am scared or I am sad to take the like personal connection out of it and just acknowledge it for what it is as like a feeling. And so shifting out of the, I am and into the, I feel, I feel really sad. I feel really annoyed. I feel really frustrated, right? So step one is acknowledging it, naming it and making it less personal. Step two then is really understanding the why. And this can be done through journaling. This can be done through just sitting here and like thinking about it. This can be done through like talking it out with someone or getting coaching on it. Like there's so many different ways to like do this. The how you guys of this like doesn't necessarily matter that much. But step two is to understand the why. Okay dig into the model, right? From circumstance to your thought, feeling, action, and result, dig into the model that's creating this, get clarity. What is the circumstance and what thoughts am I having right now that are creating this feeling? Like we want to really get to the root of it and not just like notice that we feel a certain way and then get mad about feeling that way right? Or also like blame it on someone else or blame it on something else. Okay. And we just want to take full responsibility and notice like, okay, I feel annoyed. Okay. Why am I feeling annoyed? What's going on? What am I thinking about this thing that is happening in my life, in my business, in the world, whatever. Okay. Right now and just get clarity. Okay. Step three then is to give yourself some grace, give yourself some love and literally have like this acceptance conversation about the negative emotion. Sometimes this will literally look like this for me. And it might be like, if I'm sitting there, it might be when I'm journaling, it might be silent. It might be literally out loud. If I'm driving, I'd like to do this. If I'm driving by myself, 
like I'll literally put my hand on my heart. Okay. Take a deep breath and just like speak some love and speak some light into myself and just say something like, all right, Rachel, I see you. I hear you. I feel, and I understand what's going on right now. Like I feel this way, right? Fill in the blank. I'm feeling really disappointed and it feels terrible but it's okay. I know that it's a feeling. I know that it will last as long as I want it to last. And I can shift out of this when I'm ready, right? Like I love you and nothing has gone wrong. Like something like that. Okay. It doesn't have to be this like rehearsed monologue, but I really want you guys to think about creating some sort of kind of like safe place for yourself with yourself, right? Like really, really working on that relationship with yourself and like having your own back when things feel bad, right? And actually accepting and giving yourself some love, right? And like basically giving yourself like a nice warm hug. Okay. Step four then is literally ask myself, how long do I want to stay in this, right? How long do I want to stay in this negative emotion and process it? before I try to like shift into something more positive. Right. And sometimes maybe it's like a matter of hours. Right. And sometimes it's just like, I ask myself and I ask my intuition and I just like ask like, okay, how long am I going to feel this way? How long do I want this like anger or this resentment or this whatever, or even this like humiliation. Okay. Cause that doesn't feel good either how long do I want this to, to be here? Right. But the thing is we can't push it away without fully processing it. Right. And so we have to allow the emotion to be fully processed first, but sometimes when we allow it to flow through us and, and we create an opportunity for it to like freely flow through us, then it doesn't get stuck, like stuck. It doesn't get stopped on its way, right? Making its way through our body and, and like out, out our, out our brain, right? Out our feet, whatever you want to like imagine, like it flowing out of your body. Okay. We don't have to like, we don't have to shift right into something positive. Okay. We can allow it to be processed. Some things will take a lot longer, right? It might not be right. Like, especially if, for example, if you lost a loved one, I know I'm taking it kind of, kind of morbid right now, but this is a thing, right? This is part of life. And if you lost a loved one, like it may take years for you to process, right. And fully release some of these, these, you know, quote unquote, negative emotions. Some of them may, may always be there, but that's the human like condition is allowing the good and the bad sometimes to coexist like in the same moment, right? Which is, it's, it's so, it's like this grand paradox of life, right? It's like beautiful and tragic sometimes at the same time right? So step four is to ask myself, how long do I want to stay in this, right? If it's something a little bit lighter, okay? Like if there's a huge tragedy or something like awful or terrible happen that like is going to take longer than I maybe don't like sit here and ask myself how long I want to spend. But if it's sometimes something a little bit more minor that 
I feel like I have a better grasp on, I'll actually like have that conversation with myself. And then step five is really to ask myself, okay. And for you to like, ask yourself what you would like to feel instead. Okay. After you're allowed the emotion to be there, you've processed it allowed and, and like come to terms with the fact that like, it's not bad that you're feeling bad. Then you just get to ask, what would I like to feel instead? And what would I want to think that would help me feel better? right? This is what I help my clients do. One of the many things I help my clients do, and and I call it creating an intentional model. And so I want to leave you guys with this today, like to be intentional and be in charge of your emotions and not let them run the show. Like you are the adult of your brain and yes, it feels good to feel good, but it's also more than okay to feel bad, to allow it, to not judge yourself, to see it, to acknowledge it, to understand it, to give yourself some love and grace and compassion, and then to shift out of it and choose differently. All right, friends, you've got this as always. Um, if you want help, if you want support doing this, I would be honored and would love to chat with you about what that would look like, um, to get support from your own life coach. And so in the show notes, we always have a link to book your free clarity call. And if that is something that is like speaking to you right now, speaking to your heart, and you are really just inclined to reach out and to have that first conversation, I would love to chat with you. I only have a couple openings for new clients in really the next several months. And so this is typically like a a first come first serve kind of thing with how I take on -on one-on-one clients. And so this is speaking to you. I encourage you to reach out and book your call And let's chat about how we can take your good life, make it great, but then also learn how to allow and accept and honor the bad with the good. All right. That's all friends for today. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you'd head over to iTunes or Apple podcasts and leave a review so we can continue to get this content into the hands of other incredible women just like you. If you're interested in learning more about the work I do and what coaching could look like for you, head over to rachelolstead.com and book your free clarity call so we can explore how coaching can help you create your own dream life too.